Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela today. Deep diving in on some yellow purple aura combination stuff with my guest Christy Lukasiak from Dance Moms. But first, hey Scotty. Hey guys, that's that's fantastic because as you know, yeah. I am a huge Dance Mom fan. I know. I've watched every episode. Yeah, that phase you had uh, for a while. Yeah. It, you know, it was on, what was it on? Uh, Discovery Channel? Lifetime. Oh, yeah. Lifetime. Okay. Yeah, you're yeah. a big Lifetime History fan. Channel. Um, <laughs> and, you, and you know I wanted to be a dancer, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. So there was a, there was a period in my life where I did want to dance. Uh, and, you know, so I'm, hopefully I'll get some tips here today. I on, think she could give you some tips and help you and advocate for you to be soloists. I, you know, I think that's where I went wrong. I mean, I was a great dancer, mm-hmm. but I didn't have someone advocating for you me. You didn't have a dance mom. No, I didn't have a yellow purple. Yeah. Uh, you know, speak on my behalf. You needed like a dance mom vibe behind you. I, I needed that, yes. Because yeah, I definitely right. did. Yeah. Well, well we got on further. Yeah. Well, we got her in the green room. <laughs> yes. Um, which is fantastic. <laughs> and I noticed right off the bat, now some you don't know this, but some of our guests, they're a little messy. They what? leave things no. in the green room. It's true. It's true. The green room, first of all, it's not green and it's not that big. Yeah. So, I mean, right now I see her picking up some chalk that Jamie left. Yeah. And she's actually staring at a purple bomb that Amanda left. Whoa. So I don't know. I, yeah. It's actually a thing. It's yeah. really weird. But speaking of podcasts, this is, <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you love my segues. I do. Um, so we'll let her get ready and then, you know, we'll call her in. Yeah. Um, so... As you know, or maybe you don't know, you get many, many requests to be on people's podcasts. I love I, it. I love going on people's podcasts yeah. when I can. Yeah. And you get literally, I mean, I would, you know, I don't even tell you. I mean, I feel the least, you know, two, three of these a day. Aww. Okay. Yeah. A lot of things, a lot of requests. And the other day, you know, Jemmy, our old producer from the show. Who yes. We absolutely We started off with, Yes. You know, from she, Flintstone Media. Yes. You know, it was a, we hit it off right from the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, we were looking for someone just to show us how to turn on a recorder. Yes. And, and of course, she did a lot more than that. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I showed you her picture mm-hmm. and you told me she was a blue. Yeah. And you said, yep, that's the one. And I called her right away and we, we hit it off right from the start. Yeah, she got us the Know Your Aura journey started. Right. So she calls me the, the other day and, you know, says, you know, you know, I have a question to ask you. Okay, all right, sure. You know, it's probably something she wanted to know something technical. She wanted my advice on right. That's what people call record. you for usually. Yeah, that's what people usually call me. <laughs> so she was. Uh, so we, I took the call. You know, we we caught up. It was great. And um, then she starts going into. You know, she has a new podcast on her mm-hmm. network, and you know, and I'm just waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. That you know, we'd love to have Mystic Michaela right. as the guest, the that's inaugural what you're guest. Used to. That's what yeah. I'm used to, and I'm thinking in my head, "Oh my God, I got her scheduled for, you know, th- I think I got three interviews coming up with you for you scheduled." And I'm like, "It's Jemmy," and how am I going to, you know, say no to Jemmy, or how yeah. am I going to, like, kind of brush her off and tell her we can't do it for a long time? Yeah. But- so I was getting actually panicky. Yeah. And um, you know, because you know, because we love her. You yeah. Know, you, you know, um, but then at the end of the call. She goes, you know, and we'd like to have you as a guest. Like you, you mean? Yeah. And at first like, I'm like Scott. Yeah. And, and I first actually started talking about how you couldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized, oh, wait, I'm like, wait, me? You want me to be the guest? Wow, Scott. Yeah. Yes. So I was like, like, uh, I didn't know what to say. This is the, actually, you know, of all the inquiries we've gotten, and they're literally hundreds, I have never been asked. 
to be a guest. I was so excited for you. Yeah. I mean, they should be asking me because I'd probably say yes. You know? but, uh, but this was the first time. This is great. Yeah. So it was very exciting. And um, it's for her brother's podcast. Mm-hmm. And I actually, we actually recorded. So yeah. um, it, was, it was a little weird. What was the topic? You. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It was you. We talked, we talked about you for about an hour. Well, probably like 40 how, minutes. how you do the whole side, what your side of things is in this. Yeah, um, sure, but no, it was mostly about you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> a little bit about me in there, but um, it was funny because you know usually, you know, I'm setting you up for for the the interview. Yes, and you know, I, in the office with right. the computers, and there's like a lot of wires, right. and yes, right. And you do all the technical stuff. I do. I, <laughs> I'm not that good at it, but you're the better of the I'm two. I'm better. Of us. At the, yes, that's, I, mean, I win in a competition. Head down, but you're I'm still not good, so it's bad. <laughs> right. So I'm horrible, <laughs> and you're like less horrible. Yes, that's exactly how I would describe us. It was funny the other day. We actually had to. Uh, oh my god. Make Mr. Meal. I had to call our our producer, our, our current one, Adam, Adam to, from <laughs> in a panic because we couldn't oh get god. the recorder to work and. It was just a, a loose cord. It was just a loose cord. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's dealing with. Yeah. So he was so sweet. He was very nice. Yes. Oh, thank you, Adam. Oh um, but anyway, and you know, usually I, I like to try to make you. So for me, I, what I do for you, because you're the indigo and I'm the red, I try to get have all your needs taken care of. For. So sweet. Uh, you know, I bring you the diet coke. Yeah. A little bit of ice. Yeah. Uh, kind of give you a little back massage. Yeah, you're sometimes. the indigo whisper. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I know. I get. Like, you know, we we have a nice quiet hour before. Yeah. You let the me interview. Nap. You get yeah. nap. Yeah. I get a nap in, and everything is good to go. And then, but it was weird now because now it's like, hey, it's, you know, and I have the kids probably I got to watch or whatever. Yes. And now it's comes 3.30 the other day. And it's my turn to sit in the yes. chair. And I'm like, well. And you have way more needs than I ever do. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have like sensory issues too. That's true. So it's like exactly where the microphone has to be and yeah. like the seat temperature and like all sorts of stuff. Right. I mean, because I'm trying to, I'm fidgeting with you, know, like I'm fidgeting with everything. I'm like, the mic's too low. So I take a textbook, then I take another textbook. Yeah. Then it's like the wrong textbook. And yeah. Then I got to do it on Skype. I don't know our Skype handle. You don't understand Skype at all. I don't understand it. You don't even know how Skype works. Like you no kept idea. saying, so when I talk, they can hear me. I'm like, yeah. Like they just hear you. Like when I open, like I'm like it's the same as Zoom. It's just called Skype. Like you just had like some hard. Yeah. It's okay. All right. It's I, okay. I, I didn't know if I paid the bill or not. I didn't know if we. There's. It's free. It's Skype free. is okay. free. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so all that's going on. Right. I did have my coffee, so I, I knew how to bring the drink. Mm-hmm. So that was prepared. Mm-hmm. And then you know they wanted me to wear headphones. Oh, you can't do that. But I can't do that. Yeah. It's like too weird. I hate. Like you get not really hearing. weird, you just get weird. Yeah, I even told like I'm like Jimmy, I'm not wearing the headphones. You're like, come on, Scott. I'm like, no, I'm not wearing the headphones. Yeah, just because like it's so sensory for me. But um, so it was kind of a, a weird role reversal. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, but it was it was. I it played was fun. outside with Abby and yeah, yeah. What, did you get like Papa Chalky milk on the bench outside? <laughs> no, no kids. Come. Actually, kids. They did, you know what? They come up to you. You're right. Yeah. Like I just sit out there and they're all talking to me. I'm like, I don't know who you've been dealing with. Like, but you're like, I don't know. Like, I don't play with you. You know what I mean? I make sure you don't get hit by cars and I provide chalk right. and things, but I don't like play. I'm not playing okay. so with like, the neighborhood kids. You must play with them because they're all like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Like they're, they're waiting for entertainment. I'm okay. like, no, I provide protection, but not entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> like they're yelling at you, cap, no cap. No, nobody's, right. no Gen Z language. No Gen Z. All right. Well, maybe you're not getting the full experience <laughs> that I do 
when uh, when I'm out there for sure, for sure. But um, but well, it was it was really. I can't wait yeah, to hear it. It was really neat. I can't wait to hear it too. Yeah, I forgot what I said. We'll provide the links. We'll definitely so people provide can hear the your first podcast interview outside of here. That's so exciting. Yes. Um, all right. Let's let's do a little aura explaining. Yeah, aura explain. Christy is still cleaning up the green room. All right, let's do that. But first, let's have a little chat about some of our lovely sponsors. Talking about Skillshare today, I absolutely love learning new things that otherwise I normally would never have the opportunity to learn. It broadens my horizons. It makes me think different. It makes me change and challenge my perspective um, all over in other places in my life. Uh, And Skillshare is just this wonderful context in which to do it. There's so many classes to choose from. It's crazy. Right now I am trying something new. I'm going to try Photoshop, intro to digital painting, procreate to Photoshop, a beginner friendly guide with Mimi Chow. going to give it a shot. going to try it. In the past, I've done like iPhone photography during the stay at home orders. My daughter and I uh, did a calligraphy class. There's just countless of things, countless things you can learn and try on here to just make yourself learn something new. Um, Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning with so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. These are real people teaching you these things in tiny little mini lessons. So it's never overwhelming. At the end, you know a new skill. And there's a lot of people you can interact with and see their examples and get ideas from. It's really cool. Uh, You bring color and beauty and fun to your year. Add vivid details and craft complex wonders. You know, you amaze yourself with what you can do. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription, an annual subscription, subscription is less than $10 a month. But guess what? You can explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash K-Y-A and get a free, free trial of premium membership. That's Skillshare.com slash K-Y-A. You won't be disappointed. It's, it's always something new over on Skillshare. I love this one. She's birdie. I've talked about how there's this park around my house and it's in the wetlands and I went, I haven't gone back in like... I want to say two years because I went, um, oh gosh, I like I went and I was walking by myself and I got approached by somebody and he just freaked me out and I was alone. And I thought about that after, you know, I think you're in a situation like that and you're like, okay, and you get out of it. But like, what if, what if, what if, and that what if just, it just paralyzes you. And I haven't been back since this week because now I have, she's birdie. Birdie is a personal safety alarm designed to be easy to carry and simple to use. When you activate your Birdie with a quick pull, the alarm will emit a loud 130 decibel siren and flashing strobe light to help deter an attack. It is loud, you guys. Unlike pepper spray or other deterrents, Birdie is no danger to you. Feel confident to use it without the worry. Birdie goes wherever you go. Um, the alarm comes in multiple colors. I got it in indigo, my aura color, and has a brass keychain, so you can attach it to your keys or bag. It looks, it's just, it's very cute looking. Um, over 300,000 birdie alarms have been sold and they have thousands of five-star reviews. Join the flock today for a safer tomorrow. It's just peace of mind. That's what it is. It's a really great peace of mind that you can take care of yourself. Right now, She's Birdie is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase when you go to she'sbirdie.com slash KYA. Go to She's Birdie, spelled S-H-E-S-B-I-R-D-I-E dot com slash K-Y-A for 15% off your first purchase. That's She's Birdie dot com slash K-Y-A. 
All right, so I think um, while we're just kind of waiting for Christy to finish up, she's actually now taking our Halloween costumes and she's actually like steam drying them. I don't know. Steaming them? Yeah, steaming yeah, them. That's steam. what yellow people do. They steam things. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's weird because I haven't worn that costume, that Spider-Man costume in many, many years. But, <laughs> all right. But we're going to Aura's Play. Okay. Why we wait for her. All right. So we picked these at random. Here we go. From the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family Facebook page, we have a thread on there for aura explaining, and we randomly just pick some of these sometimes, and let's figure them out together. All right. All right, go ahead. Now, our first one, Elshie, loves Jumanji. So if you are playing Jumanji, and I have, I've actually taken, I, before we even start this, I've mm-hmm. been taking criticism lately. <gasps> At least yeah. two people. Yeah. have reached out to me and said, I don't say Jumanji enough. Oh, my gosh. And they're disappointed because, you know, one person was using it, like, to kind of get their boyfriend in the mood a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, I said it only, like, twice during the episode. Yeah. So it was just, like, two socks came off. Yeah. And it was kind of a bust evening yeah, for her. Yeah, I don't really encourage you ever to use it or play it, but right. that could be part of it. All right. <laughs> All right, so Elsie writes, please or explain this man. Though he was thought, thought. Sorry, <laughs> it's like reading with Abby. It's like <laughs> it's back in kindergarten. <laughs> thought he was red due to the fact he, Jumanji, is the military. That's in the thing. She is wrote the military. all the Jumanji. She wrote all the Jumanji. Yes. All right, we'll start this one over. Yes, Please explain this man. Thought he was red due to the fact that he, hashtag Jumanji, is in the military. But the more I grow to know him, I learn that hashtag Jumanji. He is the opposite of most military men I've known. He's so caring, compassionate, and open-minded and makes me, hashtag Jumanji, feel seen. He's my diamond in the rough. And there's a nice picture of him with her and the dog. All right. So what do you think about this guy? Okay. explain it. All right. I mean, you know, if I'm right, if I'm starting off the bat and and I hear like a guy's in the military or even a woman's in the military, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm probably thinking right off, you know, red. I'm I'm probably going to, my first inclination is to go with red if I'm doing like a kind of like a colder reading. Yeah. Um, But I don't know, you know, it it seems that, you know, if I look at his picture, yeah, I don't really see that red so much. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just by, and again, I I don't see colors around people, but his vibe does not look red to me. I don't know if that's because he's, you know, kind of cuddling with the dog or not. Yeah. But yeah, so I would say he's probably not a red. What does that mean? He feels kind of like what? Like... Your interaction with, with him would feel how? Uh, yeah, I feel like he would be someone that you can kind of like, like talk to. He, he would be a compassionate type person. Yeah. He, yeah. Because um, I feel like you, like you could tell him like really deep things and he wouldn't judge like that. Yes. I, yeah, I get that from yeah. him. Yeah he, seems, yeah, he seems like a really nice person from the picture. So um, what I noticed about the military yeah. is that they do tend to take in not – it is a red organization. And usually people who go into it get – red on them for a while even if they don't have it because you have that's what happens in in any form of like military service like they kind of break you down and build you back up so that you fit within the system which you have to in order to succeed in that system but how they recruit a lot of times are people that do not know what the heck else they want to do it's just how it's just how it goes like a lot of people um a lot of young men and women enter at a stage of their life like i don't want to go to work i don't want to go to get a real job i don't want to go to school i don't have a lot of money i don't i do want to serve i don't know what i want to do i want to do something special or important with my life so they get a lot of empaths they really do and he's purple blue they get a lot of empaths and i think his purple kind of was like okay you know i get to see the world his blue is like okay i can absorb whatever they're teaching me and it's just kind of like when you don't know what else to do 
and you feel like you need structure and whatnot, the military can really provide that for people. Okay. Does he... Now, from this picture, do you see any inauthentic red? No, I think he's honestly, like, he got out and he's like, done. Okay. Like, and and, and that's the other thing, like, sometimes when you're done with it, like, your contract's up or however that works, um, when he's out of it, you know, like, when it's over for him, he'll be done with it. Unless he's in some sort of, like, teaching capacity or something, like, where he can interact with people and just, like, have friendships and relationships in that way. But, um... As for like kind of more leadership or serve, like that, yeah. Fantastic. Not for right. Well, thank you, Elshi. Thanks, Elshi. Thank you for all the Jumanjis. There's someone deep in the woods in Canada with their man that thanks you. <laughs> Next. I don't, I don't know if that even made sense, but no, all right. But go ahead. <laughs> Kara. All right. Kara writes. Kara R. Kara R. Would love to be aurasplained. I worked somewhere for years and was losing myself, felt completely drained mentally and physically. I was comfortable not having any change and actually scared of it. Then I randomly decided to go to beauty school on a whim, and after that, after that didn't work out, went into the manager's office and put my two weeks in and never went back after being done there. I did go through a 25-year-old crisis, or did I go through a 25-year-old crisis, or does this have to do with my aura colors? And she sent in a picture of her... And a, and a kind of a baby boy. I don't know how old, but... Cute. Cute, very cute. Very cute picture. Looks like one. Yeah, he looks around one. Um. So what do you think happened there? Or explain. Okay, so I mean, again, looking at her picture, I mean, she looks very nice. I'm going to definitely go with she's probably a blue or an indigo. Okay. My... Why? Close on that? Yeah, just how you. No, I just mean, just this or explain it based on what she told you. Well, me. yeah, I mean, you're, I mean, I'm not the expert here. No, I know, um, but like we all have to kind of learn how to... Yeah, I mean the 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 scare the the fear of the change yes. is I don't know is that that's throwing me off a little bit with oh, this one. Oh, okay. Well, we're all scared of change. Yeah. Like if we don't have confidence in ourselves, mm-hmm. um, we don't trust our own decisions. And usually, like indecisive people, okay, are blues. Yeah. Like, so you're picking up the blue thing is the indecisive. Like I don't know what's best for me. I don't know what I want. Right. Like that kind of thing. Okay. And then the the kind of the beauty school. And the whim, I mean, yeah. that reminds me of purple so stuff. So she purple bombed it a little. Like purple bombing. Yeah, she just wanted out. She's like, yeah. I'm going to beauty school. And then she's like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know? Okay. So I would say purple blue. Purple blue. Yeah, yeah. but she is purple blue. Purple but even blue. if I heard that, I'd be like, that sounds purple blue. You know, yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's purple blue. Okay. And that's, yeah, that's, we go, a lot of us go through those crises. Through, and they're not really, cri- I guess it's, it is a crisis, like, but it's also just how you figure yourself out. And I think when we're in those messy spots, we can absorb, especially when we're empaths, like other people's interpretations of it. And it can get even worse then. Yeah. I mean, hey, the good news on this one for Kara, she's 25. You know, when I was 25, I was, <laughs> you know, getting throwing eggs at customers from Domino's oh, and going yeah. to jail. The arrest story. Yeah, the arrest story. <laughs> and uh, I just didn't figure out what I wanted to do until about, you know, yesterday. So, um, <laughs> Kara, you're, 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 you're doing good. That you was know, his pep talk to you. That was you. my pep talk to you. Yeah, all right. Just, all right. Let's go to the next one. All right. Julissa. Julissa P. P. Julissa P. She's, I'll say the picture first. She's on top of a mountain, like on a rock, on a mountain. She looks like really cool. The clouds are like coming out of her head. She's got yeah, that's cool a cool sunglasses picture. On. Yeah. Cool picture. All right. Or explain me this, please. A lot of E-A-S's. Mm-hmm. I've recently been struggling with whether to believe I'm an empath or not. In my heart, I feel I've always been. I check all the boxes for being one. I'm too sensitive. 
intuitive, things like large groups, even the news are super overwhelming for me. I have to be emotionally ready to watch certain shows or movies or even listen to music that I know will have me crying like a baby. Even happy things like weddings, births, and practicing gratitude can be too overwhelming. However, dot, 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 there are times recently that I feel nothing, absolutely nothing. It's like I'm numb to the sadness. Hearing even the most tragic story will have no effect. Then I'm left questioning whether I'm even empathic. I practiced turning off my feelings for years, but I've heard it's not possible for real empaths to do that. Could it just be burnout? I need answers because now I feel more bad about not feeling bad. Oh gosh, I hear this a lot from empaths. Yeah. The numbness. For me, yeah, and if I was going to do this, I would have to say there's something inauthentic going on here. Mm. Uh, I don't know what it would be. This one seems a little bit over my head. Um, Yeah, she's indigo purple, but she wears inauthentic blue. Okay. I'll just say that. Because, like, what it is is that she – and and here's the thing, you guys, and because I know a lot of you can feel this. Like, something can make you cry hysterically, and something that's supposed to be sad, you don't get that overwhelmed about it. Because I – the thing is, is, like, when you're you're just, like, extra deep about things – you built up this survival. You can't go. You'd cry all the time. Like you feel people all the time, but you built up this like resistance. Otherwise you can't function. So it can feel um, a little numb, especially if you're dealing with people too much or your job is in a, like too much overwhelm or you're not tapping into it or whatnot. It can become a numbness. I also see on the page, like somebody um, more than once people are saying like, that they don't have empathy anymore for certain situations that they dealt with themselves in life. So for example, like uh, somebody was writing about how I think a family member was an addict and they were really sad about it for years and now they just don't care. That's a survival thing. You like, that's just your brain had to do that. So you could move on. It doesn't mean you're not empathic. It means actually the opposite of that. Like you had to turn it off or you couldn't function anymore. So that's just an inauthentic blue thing for Julissa. It's just too much. And she had to buffer it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that one seemed a little, real deep. So yeah, that was a deep one. Yeah. That was a deep one. I like that one. Cause I know a lot of us feel that way. Like, why am I numb? Why am I not crying? I should be sad. And then like other things can happen. You can totally be sad. All right. We have two more to go. Okay. Rebecca T. writes, help or explain it to me. And then Jumanji. I guess Jumanji must be a key word to get yeah, noticed think that, on this. Yeah, that helps you. Jumanji, Red Jasper, and Shakira. <laughs> well, now that's a combo. <laughs> Shakira, that Shakira. A, that is a combo. You talk like that. Okay. Uh, what auras? Okay. What auras have had a hard time choosing or knowing their favorites? I ask this because I get a bit stressed when anyone asks me what my favorite blank is. Favorite band, favorite color, favorite song, favorite actress, favorite book. She gets, I, I never get asked what my favorite is, but she apparently does. Mm-hmm. Favorite movie, favorite TV show. I don't have one, and it makes me uncomfortable trying to pick one. I like many things, but rarely have a true favorite. I feel like I'm supposed to have a quick and defined answer to these fun uh, get-to-know-you questions. Instead, I take forever to wrestle with a decision on what white lie I'll tell <laughs> in order to claim something as my favorite. And she sent in a picture uh, you know, of her in just a, like a hoodie. Okay. Okay. What do you think? Well, like I said, I, I rarely do get asked what my, my, my favorite is. I, I assume that she's like an indigo or a blue, you know, yeah. just try to skirt past the question or maybe yeah. she doesn't like, you know, maybe she doesn't like to tell a favorite because she doesn't like to put the other ones down. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I that's mean, just blue. That could be a blue. Yeah. Like Indigos Indian. definitely have favorite things. Oh, okay. But they don't like to share them with people. Right. 
Whereas blues tend to be more, um, oh, I like everything. And then, you know, and then you feel like, like you were saying, like you feel bad if you like one more than the other, like, you know, I think it's important, Rebecca, to tell people like, yeah, I don't really have favorites. There's so many things I like. It's hard to pin it. Just be honest about it too. It's okay that you don't have favorites. I, I get that. You know, I get that. Um, I think indigos do sometimes have more favorites, but they're like secret favorites that they can kind of like really put their finger on and then other things they truly don't care about. Okay. But, it, so yeah. she's a blue, maybe now the other thing, like the Jumanji, the red Jasper, she's kind of funny. Maybe. Yeah. It's purple. Too. Purple. Yeah. So another purple blue. But that's another thing too. Like if you find yourself like, I don't know what's my favorite. I don't know. Everything's my favorite. Maybe start asking yourself, no, but really what is it? Like just in your own head, like if, if I had to pick one or just like really solidify it. I mean, it's just something that it's a great way to know yourself better, which can be a blue person challenge. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay. All right, and our last one is uh, Petro H. <laughs> Petro Hanchar? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He was on the forest flame? Right. Oh, wow. He writes, Jumanji, Jumanji, Jumanji. My favorite person in the world and my favorite person on Know Your Aura podcast is Scott. <laughs> he is fantastic. I really want to spend time with him and get to know him better. Wow. Oh, this is weird. That's they, weird. Isn't that your... Does t- he yeah. know he's me? <laughs> Isn't that your Tinder handle? Was it your Tinder handle? Yeah. Petro Hanchar? Yeah. So it must be... It must be... It must be an imposter. Wow. Yeah. All right. Christy's got to be ready by now. All right. Let's talk to Christy. All right. Okay, guys. I am here with... Christy Lukasiak. Some of you may know her from Dance Moms. She has a really great podcast called Christy's Couch. And she has one of these auras that kind of gets the shaft a lot. And so I wanted to bring her on to talk about all these things and more. Hey, Christy. Hi. Wait, what do you mean my aura gets the shaft? <laughs> it does. Do you rem- Okay, so do you know your aura? Do you remember? I'm a, a yellow purple, right? Right. Okay. So, um, and I was on your podcast, I, you know, the first yes. episode of your podcast, which was so wonderful. I actually, I love your podcast and I got, Aww. we'll get into that, but yeah, yellow purples. Cause yellows tend to be, um, direct and honest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That would be me. I think I'm very guilty of that. Okay. And purples tend to kind of like drop it. Like it's hot. Like, you know what? Here's your truth. Here's your truth. I'm going to give it to you, kind of mic drop that. And I sometimes the combination also can be like a total um, war within yourself, like a, like passion versus logic. And 
I, all that kind of stuff like combined. And I also get a lot of times like yellow women sometimes are very misunderstood by other women. Do you find that? Oh my God. That's so funny. You said that. Yes. Because I get, um, the thing I get the most, or I've gotten the most throughout my life is when people first meet me, they're very off put. And then when we Mm. get to know each other, they're like, Oh, you're totally different than I expected. (laughs) Because they're like, I thought you were a bitch. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, yes, I am a bitch. But I'm also a million other things, you know. Um, But I also will sometimes, like, just find people that I automatically clash with. Mm -hmm. And there's just no, um, like, there's no middle ground. We just don't like each other. That's really interesting that you say that. Because I often say, like, purple yellows, I call it, like, the scan, Whenever I meet a purple yellow, I always have like initial kind of, I don't know, like an anxiety because like I feel like your aura combo does this thing where you scan people real quick energetically just to figure out if they're your peoples or not. Do you do you sense yourself <laughs> doing it? Like it's not a mean thing. It's just like a millisecond of like, hmm, like that a little bit. Probably. I mean, I feel like I'm a really good judge of character Mm -hmm. kind of right off the bat. Well, I don't even know if I'm a judge of character like for the world, but I'm a judge of character for me, like in how that person's going to affect me. Does that make sense? I, yes. I love yellow purples, like other yellow purples, like Jenny McCarthy is, is a lot like that. Like when I met her, like just, it's the same kind of vibe or, um, I'm not surprised she's a yellow purple. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not surprised about that at all. I had no idea. That's interesting. Okay. I what is um if you know off the top of your head, you may not. Yeah. Anna Ferris. What is she? She okay. So she's like a tricolor. Oh, weird. But yeah, okay. but she's got yellow purple. But she has some blue in there too. Why do you feel? Do you feel like her a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do feel like her mm-hmm. a lot. Which there's a lot of things that um. Like I see parallels and I'm like, okay, this is weird, you know, but not surprised about Jenny McCarthy either. Yeah. But I can see too with you, like being yellow purple, sometimes you might feel like, like growing up or whatever. And just in life, like, oh, am I not nice enough? Or should I be like, and and that's not how you should be. Like you're fine the way that you are, but I can sometimes see like yellow purples having a lot of like purple shame sometimes. (laughs) Like I'm not, uh, am I attention seeking or am I too direct or everybody else seems so submissive? Like maybe I should. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you're reading my mind. That's so funny. (laughs) You said that um, I have purple shame. What's funny about this, and I'll let you obviously, you know, take the lead, but when we spoke on my podcast, we talked about how we both have daughters that are very close in age. Mm -hmm. And I just spoke with Clara. She was a guest on my podcast, which seems a little funny, but, you know, people always have questions for her, just like growing up in our family and being in the spotlight. But anyway, I came to find out that there is a lot of Zodiac shaming in sixth grade. Stop. Like, I have not heard about this. Please explain. (laughs) Yes. So it's like, they are very much like, I don't like a a July or I don't like an August Leo, July Leos are superior. Like, it's crazy. And they want to know your big three. They want to know like your rise. I'm like, holy God. Like, these kids are like, I've never... You know, when I was in sixth grade, I was just worried about sneaking into the bathroom, like putting on my blue mascara. And they're <laughs> like, they you're three. You know, I was just, of I was course, shocked. Claire is like equipped because you're into this stuff. So Claire is like, oh, okay, my big three is <laughs> like, yeah. she's oh, got to no, know it. Yeah. yeah, she totally tells me. And then she also wants to always do my personality test. She's like, Briggs Myers, you're this. And I'm like, oh, Clara. She's trying to figure you out. 
She is trying to figure me well, out. Well, she's a yellow blue. Want- I remember her because she's because we when I was uh, reading your kids from your pie, like I remember she was like this yellow blue. Like she's like, let me figure you out, mom. Like and yep. then tell you about you and then help you. Yeah, <laughs> because that's what yellow blue people do. <laughs> They're like little 100%. therapists. I like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so. Oh my god, I have so many things to talk to you about. I okay. wanted okay, so you have this Instagram account and it's it's a business. It's it's yeah. adulting with Christy. And I absolutely love the account. And okay, and I think like yellows are really good at adulting in a lot of ways. And but then I think like you guys are also sometimes perfectionists. So you can yes. have a heart like imposter syndrome sometimes. You're like, maybe I'm not as good at it as I think I am, but you are. But I wanted to talk about so where did you come up with this adulting with Christy? What is that? Wait, first you need to get out of my brain. Like you stop everything you're saying. I'm like, ah! like you are revealing my innermost thoughts and secrets. But yes. Um, so it really kind of just came from this it was a little bit of a journey. It was a quarantine journey, we'll oh, say. Okay. I um, love quarantine journeys. Yeah, it was. And it was kind of, so I have a 19 year old who mm-hmm. was, she had just left for college, like the, the summer before the fall before like COVID hit. But I had realized as she was getting ready to leave that there was a lot of things. So Chloe didn't start college right away. She took a semester off and she moved into her own apartment, which kind of is like a different situation than most 18 year olds. So there was a lot of stuff that I realized that she needed to know in order to live on her own, that I wasn't necessarily sure I had taught her. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of like in this panic mode where I'm thinking about all of this stuff. I'm like, Oh wait, I wonder if she knows this, this, and this. And she kept saying like, I feel so clueless. I feel dumb. And I'm like, well, you're not clueless or dumb. Like you've just never learned it. Um, and then I sat there and I was thinking like, we sit in school for literally tens of thousands of hours, like in our lifetime. And we learn things that we're never going to use again, ever Pythagorean theorem. Hello. Yeah. Um, but we're not learning things like how to pay taxes or even how to find a therapist or, you know, just all of these little things. And so then I also, because I do work because of dance moms as an influencer as well. So I always am looking at like my analytics and my Mm -hmm. demos. And I have a really strong 18 to 25 female demo who follows me on everything. And so like the running joke kind of became that I was the cyber mom almost because everyone (laughs) would like ask me this advice. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And it just kind of evolved into you know what? I have this platform and I have these young women. So why don't I just teach all of the things that I'm teaching Chloe and do it in like a fun and cute way that's easily accessible. And it doesn't make it, it doesn't make it feel overwhelming because I try to like make it all very simple, but because it is simple, I think people over, over complicate a lot of it. Um, and I hated the fact or the idea that we have these really smart young people out there who I think Gen Z are going to change the world. I really do. But they're like feeling inadequate and Mm -hmm. incompetent because they don't know things that nobody ever taught them. So I was like, you know what? I'll just do this. And it's been super, super well received and successful. And, um, I'm just so it's something that it gets me out of bed in the morning and I'm very proud of it. (laughs) I I love it it. because like, I still need to learn how to adult. I yeah, I do. I do like because I get very I'm purple indigo and I get like very overwhelmed and mm-hmm. then I give my power away. So for example, and like he's my husband and I trust him, but like I don't pay any bills. And mm-hmm. 
I think about that all the time. Like that's giving my power away, not just like, God forbid, what if I was in a position where I had to learn how to do all those things? Yep. I mean, this is yep. like, that's funny you say yeah. That. Well, because I, I often say to like, I, I speak a lot to sororities. Um, oh my God. I have probably talked to 500 sororities this school year. Wow. Um, and to do it via zoom. And that's a huge talking point that I talk about all the time is like that power thing. I'm like, you know, if you have to depend on somebody else, then you're not coming from a position of empowerment. And I'm not saying like, like that against you, because I mean, honestly, I paid the bills for years in my house and now I don't touch them just because it's, I don't want to, Yeah, my husband likes to do it. Like he's competent. Like, you know what I mean? It takes something off my plate, but I do know that feeling of like, you know, I think a lot of women, I think a lot of people, but you know, like typically historically it's been women who don't know those things. And so then they kind of feel, they feel inadequate, not that they are, but just because you said you feel overwhelmed. I do. And, and I think that like learning this stuff early is Mm -hmm. really, I mean, you can learn it whenever, but like learning it early is so good. Cause at least like, even if you go into a relationship and it's like, okay, my husband handles this and I handle this or whatever, at least, you know, you can do it. And at least you, you know, you know how it works. Okay. Yeah. You have like these really, you just, and you made this really friendly. Cause I feel like this is your purpleness coming out with your yellowness. So your yellow, (laughs) this like scaffolds all this life stuff for us and your purple makes it not boring to me. So like, I appreciate this. So you have like these, these sections or something. I, I don't know what you like these. Okay. So like money, honey, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. The back, five zones of adulting genius. Thank you. Okay. Awesome. What is money, honey? Cause I feel like that's what I'd need. Yeah. That's everything financial. <laughs> oh I mean, God. it really is. It's, it's banking, it's investing, it's understanding. Like, I mean, I would probably put like insurance under, yeah. well, maybe I put insurance under health, but anyway, it's like, it's everything money. It really is. It's just, and that's such a broad topic because yeah. that's credit. That's, you know, investing that's, you know, um, well, I would probably put a mortgage under money, honey, even mm-hmm. though that's kind of help. No, I would put more, a mortgage under money, honey, but yeah, it's like, that's my most popular category because that's where people feel the most vulnerable. Yes. You're so right, though, because they don't teach you in school how to buy a house. Mm -hmm. We And that, I remember, like, leaving college, and then it's like, okay, we're going to buy a house. It's like, whoa, am I being even told the truth, or how does this work, or, like, all this stuff. So, and this is a huge, one of the biggest purchases, probably the biggest purchase you're ever going to make, and they don't teach you anything about that. Not at all. And then, (laughs) I mean, even the other thing that I feel is, like, so important is, um, you know, credit card companies will go and set up tables on campuses and they're like, you get a free swell bottle if you sign up for this. And then people ruin their credits for the next seven years because they don't understand how it works. Um, and look, I mean, I think credit is super important and if used right, it's a major, major tool that you can leverage to your advantage. But if you don't know what you're doing and I'll be the first to tell you, like, I have made some really bad choices with credit in my life and like paid the price for it. So Mm -hmm. I'm coming from a place of experience. Oh yeah. Because well, mistakes are your best teachers. And I think people that have made the mistakes and then come around and be like, Hey, don't, here are the pitfalls you're going to find. That's the person I want teaching me things because they've been there, did that and can tell you how to dig yourself out of it too. Um, Another thing I like about what you do here, this is, you've just been very inspiring for me. Um, (laughs) No, but there's something on here. um, I forget what post it was, but I was, you know, because I follow it. And then 
It was about like spending, maybe give yourself like 20 minutes towards something that you're not necessarily, mm-hmm. what is that? Explain that to us. I call it time blocking. I don't think that's like the definition of time blocking. If you were to Google it, it's just something I call time blocking. Sure. Um, but you know, like I think during quarantine, especially people got overwhelmed, not because like for finally for once in our life, we had time. That was something we had always complained about was we don't have time. But then because you have this vast openness of time, you tend to put things off. And then you kind of like catastrophize like these big things in your brain and you don't want to do them. So I found that like setting your, your phone or a time cube or what have you, even a kitchen timer for 20 minutes, turning everything off, like airplane mode, like turning off your email notes, airplane mode. That's huge. Yeah. Just focus on that task for 20 minutes. 15 isn't really, it's a little too short and 30 feels overwhelming. Mm -hmm. When you say 30 minutes, people are like, ah, you know, like 30, I don't want to do that. But 20 feels manageable and you will be shocked once you start that 20 minutes, like how much you're able to accomplish if you like are laser focused on it. And then I tell everyone when the alarm goes off, you know, treat yourself, like have a cup of coffee, like scroll TikTok for five minutes, you know, like reward yourself for doing it. And then that kind of like reprograms your brain that like, okay, if I do my work, I get a reward. It's kind of like a sticker chart when you're little, you know, like, I don't know. And it works. People have used it and everyone's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. And it was just kind of something that I don't, I don't even know why I, where that came from, but it just was something that I do and it works for me. And I'm like, here, here's some info. No, that's good. Cause you're good at like breaking down. And I think what you said true, like, um, during quarantine, like we had all this time, but then it was way harder to use it. I feel like yeah. there's like this exhaust, this ex- great expanse of time yeah. And, yeah. and I should get everything done and I don't, you know, so you're just like 20 minutes, like, let's just baby steps here, baby steps. Yeah. And I feel like that's so healthy for your energy and makes you feel good about yourself. It releases endorphins and it takes any anxiety and it like funnels it into, okay, like we're going to take our anxiety and take 20 minutes and then just, I don't know, get, get some form done that we've been pushing or redo something or refinance or whatever we got to do. Yeah. All no, that I love stuff. That. Um, I love the energetic angle. To yeah. That. That's what I get off of. I'm like, oh yes. Like she's telling us how to like structure our energy. Uh, yeah. you know, cause I always bring it back to the yellow thing. Oh, I have, okay. Now everybody must know that your daughter, it, you know, was Chloe, Chloe Lukasiak. And, you know, she was featured on dance moms a lot. Mm-hmm. I, like I told you when I was on your podcast, I wasn't like an avid watcher because like sure. that Abby it's lady gave me stress, <laughs> but like I, so, and I don't know how you lived it. Like, honestly, Michaela, that Abby lady gave me stress (laughs) as well. I'm just saying. And I think you got the edit sometimes of like, like the quintessential dance mom or whatever. Of course. course. But I truly don't feel you can like, if Chloe wasn't self-motivated to be at the level she was at, nothing would have, you know what I mean? Like, I I think people don't get that about talented children. Like, yeah, I can't make my kid do that. Like, and there's nobody could, and, but Chloe wanted to, so you were there to like scaffold and support her. Yeah. But all right. Do you have, how do you feel about getting an edit when you're on reality TV? Like, how does that feel to you? Oh, it's gross. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, I mean, it's, it's the equivalent to jumping out of an airplane and hoping that (laughs) your parachute opens Wow. because like people have total control over 
basically, I don't want to say your life because that's dramatic, but your perception, Mm -hmm. like how everybody thinks of you. And therefore, you know, if you're going to be hated online that week or if people are going to celebrate you. So it's like, it's, it's unnerving. And everyone always, one of the questions I get was, did you see the episodes before they aired? Like, no, I watched them in real time with the world. And so I would watch them with a pit in my stomach. And then like something that people don't really think about too much is like each episode there were, oh God, I don't know the exact number, but we'll just say like 75 hours of footage for a 42 minute episode. So I can be normal for, you know, 74 hours and 15 minutes. And then 45 of those minutes, I'm like losing my mind. That's all you're going to see. Yeah. They're like, oh, good. Yeah. It's very, um, it's unnerving. And all of us, like every single mom on that show, we were fulfilling a stereotype. So Mm -hmm. if whatever we were doing wasn't like in line with that stereotype, you didn't see it, Mm -hmm. you know? Like a perfect example is season one. I was running a business as well as being a dance mom, but because that wasn't, and I'm using air quotes, um, my character, like it, it wasn't talked about, but one of my colleagues, she was a working mom. So that was featured because that was like who she was. And I was like, wait, I'm a working mom too, but whatever. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but that's just a good example. Yeah, just interesting because, um, I think it's part of the perception that yellow purple <laughs> women get a little bit too that like because you would get all passionate and then like come forward with like direct facts or like you know I feel like the way that you would yes. argue or the way that you would advocate was very like in in your face or whatever but that's yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's but the other thing I wanted to talk about was um like Chloe's a rare aura color and we talked about this on your podcast too she's a turquoise and I was like oh of course she is because for my whole her whole entire life anytime we've talked about like aura or I've had her palms red or anything like anything Chloe is like weirdly special you know what I'm like oh god she's just and then I even before this I looked at her Instagram and I'm just kind of scrolling through in one of the ways I can tell because turquoise is it's kind of like an elusive aura because it can kind of like it picks up other colors and stuff or Uh it really reflects it like reflects back other colors so when I was looking through like sometimes she's turquoise with purple and sometimes she's turquoise with yellow and sometimes she's turquoise with like red and like she just kind of like probably who what she's doing that day or who she is she's always turquoise but then like kind of what is going on Mm-hmm. it's interesting to me. So now she's away at college, right? Yeah. That's funny. You say that she reflects back because I see a lot, and this could just be her age too. I feel like a lot of times I see her like kind of morph into being a little bit more like whoever she's hanging out with. And yes. I think a lot of teenagers do that, but, um, I'm, I like, she like goes down these deep paths where she like, almost, you know, embraces their entire personality. Yes. And I'm like, hey, crazies, keep yourself like, remember who you are. And then I'll get like glimpses of who, quote unquote, real Chloe. And I'm like, oh, you're back, you know, but it's weird how no, I see her. That gave me chills because I'm, I, my uh, six-year-old is turquoise. So I'm actively trying to understand turquoises <laughs> to see what I have in store for me. And okay. so now, because how old's Chloe? What is she like? 20? Nineteen. She's nineteen. She'll be Twenty next two months. Okay, so now that you have like you know, I don't want to call her an adult, but she's not no, a kid. No, she's an adult, right? Now that she's like an adult, like you know, I always think of her as a child, ish. you know, because she's, she's an adult-ish. Yeah, now that she's adult-ish, um, you can kind of see. 
I don't know, like, where that went. You know, she got her through, like, a lot of the real scary years, and she's good. Um, but when you say that, that gives me chills. Because a lot of us, I feel like, have kids like that. And it's different than just you're hanging out with somebody and, I don't know, you start saying what they say or you like what they like. It's like, where's your personality? And I noticed that with my kid. She starts absorbing people's personalities and I'll do the same thing. I'm like, where's Abby? Come back. So that's, I don't know, that just like really touched me. I'm like, okay. Does she see it in herself now? Uh, no, like okay. that's, that's actually, um, I mean, I'll be very honest. Yeah. Um, like by no means do I ever, you know, pretend to be a perfect mom. Like we have problems just like everybody else, sure. even though we have an insanely close relationship and like, I love Chloe dearly and obviously all of those things, but, um, we will get into some really, I don't want to say heated. That's not the right word, but intense, mm-hmm. like butting heads when I bring that up. And I mean, we have got, like, she is just like, you're wrong. You know, I'm just everything about what I'm saying is wrong. And like, we've gone one time we went for almost two months without even talking oh, because wow. she was like, yeah. so angry. Now she's talking to my husband the whole time. Yeah. So it's not like she's cutting off my family. Um, but she's just so mad at me. And then it's funny. Cause she'll come back and then she's like, you were right. But then oh. she'll do it again. Yeah. And then she doesn't see it. So it's always like that hindsight when she reflects back yeah. and she's like, oh, I see it. That's, but when she yes. admits it, nope, she can't see it at all. That's amazing to me because like um, that I call turquoise is like the mirror. Like mm-hmm. they're like a mirror and like their power is to reflect and they're mm-hmm. not, but they don't always, if the mirror didn't know it was a mirror, you know, I think that that's the journey turquoises are on. Like, wait a second, I'm reflecting. This isn't me. My power is the reflection. But um, it's like just an amazing empath ability. Uh, That's fascinating to me. But I I do see too with turquoises, they're insanely stubborn. And Uh, (laughs) yeah, oh my God. Yes, Michaela. Great. Yeah. More than, and they have got such huge emotions. So it's like the stubborn with the emotion, with the big feelings, and they don't go away. They'll like, she'll always come back. But I mean, yeah, it's a struggle and I'm like, it's whether it's my aura or however else you want to look at like my personality, but I guess my personality is really driven by that. But like we, we butt heads a lot Mm -hmm. on those things because I'm very like, like you said, I'm in your face. I say it and then that hurts her feelings. And I'm like, well, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, but my job as your mom is to like, look out for you and protect you and like, make you aware of these things. And she's like, your job is just to love me. And I'm like, no, my job is to love you and guide you. It's, it's a whole thing. And she loves like deeply and fiercely and Mm. wholly and like, you know, and very, very empathetic, like beyond empathetic. I mean, she feels things that, you know, it's, I'm being dramatic, obviously, but if like somebody picked a flower, she'd be like, "Ooh, you know, like I yeah. felt that flower's pain. Like, yes, that's yeah, the thing. Like that. When I was watching, I remember too, like when I was, when I would watch intermittent, like some of the dance mom episodes, mm-hmm. um, like Chloe has a very ethereal presence to her and yeah. I can see like when she was, I love to watch artists do their art so like when she would and and that's why I love like when I would watch I'd watch to watch the girls dance and try to see what yeah their vibes were or whatever and Chloe was like so ethereal she'd like become the dance or become the movements because but also she got passed over a lot and yeah. and that's when your yellow purpose like hey <laughs> like yeah. you, know, I, you know like that 
but she really like it's almost like the commitment was zero ego it was a hundred percent the artistry of it and just at that old soul level like I, that's what i i'm getting deep now but i'm like like i'd see this like I, how old was she when you guys started because she was little. nine Nine. nine. I mean, to see a nine-year-old just like melt into the music or melt into the, I mean, it's just, it's breathtaking. Oh my God. That like made my heart squeeze. Aww. Like that's so amazing. I can't wait to tell her that because <laughs> that's the perfect word to describe Chloe that I never could quite put my finger on, but it is ethereal. ethereal. That's a perfect word for her. Yeah. Like her aura would get real fuzzy, like not fuzzy, like, um, evaporate kind of when mm-hmm. she dance, and it's really beautiful. Um, Okay, so that's She's going to love it. She will eat this oh, up. Oh, good. Yeah, so turquoise is... I mean, I need... Well, we will always keep in touch because I need to know turquoise aura kid tips as I yeah, deal with it. Sure. Now, okay. So, and I think, like, just as a parent, too, um, you... We all have to parent each kid differently. Like, you know, every kid needs a different version of ourselves. Yes. That, yes. Because my yellow blue... Yes. She does not... Neither of my children like respond to the way I behave with the other one Mm -hmm. and they get angry with me. They're like, I would be blah, blah, blah. If you treated me that way. And I'm like, but you, you don't because I've tried that because it would be so much more simple if I could just be like across the board and I didn't have to look at personalities and how they um, react to things. Like I would love to just have a standard that I stick to, but I always have to go back and be like, okay, wait, it's Clara. Like, how do I talk to her? You know, that's so hard. I, I, well, that's a good question. Cause you're a yellow raising another yellow. Um, so do you, how does she handle the adulting? Um, I guess teachings, is she really good in the kitchen or whatever? How she, how did, is she domestic? Mm, is she domestic? Is she no, I mean, Maybe a little bit. She's very artistic. Oh, okay. Which like I how? Think, oh my God. She has incredible talent as far as like drawing and like doing little mm. projects and any like sort of art project that you would pick up from somewhere. Okay. She's good at, which is crazy because she's very, very, what is that left brain? She's very right brain. She's mm-hmm. really, really, really like intellectually smart, like in school. Mm-hmm. Um, but she uses the other side of her brain as well, which I think is kind of, I don't know. I don't know if that's unusual, but it seems unusual to me. Yeah. That's cool. No, it's good. It's interesting that she can like express herself, but I think like being artistic can be very, um, well, I just see like, for example, a lot of green people mm-hmm. who are very scientific. Yes. Your husband's <laughs> super green. Like they're very scientific, but then they'll like build a beautiful, I don't know, deck or they'll like, you know, they can, or they garden oh. or there's always something that's like, can be artistic yet scientific in a way or yeah. like that. Um, I think of people like that. I just can't get past green because you told me Ted Bundy was green. I'm and so now sorry. No, every time, every time my husband says something, I'm like, you have a serial killer aura. <laughs> serial killers are always green. That's it's, crazy. It is. And I think that, and we talked about this on yours too, because like with true crime, people always ask me that, Christy. They're like, they're like, um, what color is something? And like, they're green. And I don't want to like give greens a bad name. It's just... I think there's just as bad killers that are like purple or red or whatever. It's just, they didn't think it out so creepy. And that's what green people do anyways. They always just think things out. So it just seems more creepy. 
it makes sense though, because like you said, a rage killer could be a rage killer, yeah. but like a serial killer is methodical and that's yeah. what a green person is. And that's is. what stresses us out that they think about it so much. Um, but then when a green person goes to buy shoes, they think about it like just as much or whatever. So it's kind of weird. Okay. On your podcast, Christie's Couch, you always talk about things you're obsessed with. Oh, which yeah. I love because I always ask my yellow friends for like, what's, what book should I be reading? Or like, what show should I be watching? So what does that come from for you? And what are you obsessed with right now? What am I, where does that come from? Um, I don't know. Like I just become very interested in something and like, then I need to know 49 levels of it. That's hysterical. You know? so yellow. Oh my God. You're like yeah. detective. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, if there is something that intrigues me or catches me, then I don't just like watch the show. Like I will go and I will Google it and I will read books about it and I will know every factoid about it, (laughs) which is kind of like where the Ted Bundy thing comes from. Like I have a weird knowledge of Ted Bundy um, because I'm so afraid of him. And I was just like, this is terrifying, but I do it in things like when I travel, I will really investigate where we're going and like get to the weird stuff. And then I tell whoever I'm with, I torture them with facts and stories and tell them like everything about where we're going and why we're going to do this odd thing and why it's cool. And like, but I love what that. History was done here. Like I have taken my kids <laughs> around the world and I assure you, they have seen things that most like little kids would stab their eyes out, you know, if their parent made them go, but I try to make it fun. And I'm like, okay, this is what it is. I don't know where it comes from. It's not that I can say I've always been that way. I I love I love people like that though. I don't know if you guys it's kind of a slightly older film on Netflix. It's called like, oh my God, was it Girls Trip or something? It's with like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey's in it. And the wine country. It's called Wine Country. And, I have not seen this oh movie. Oh my god, it's so funny. And um okay. Amy Poehler plays like like your like what you're talking about. Like she has like an itinerary and they're oh, like, yeah, okay, at 8 8 a.m. and everyone like freaks out at her. It's just really funny. But I love an organizer. That's why all my friends tend to be yellows because I need that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that funny? That's the, like you you gravitate to what I you do. need. Maybe that's why I need a green cuz I'm you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I wanted to just kind of end this with asking you, okay, just for, back to dance moms real quick. Like what mom and you like meshed the best? Like who, like, do you still talk to a lot of them? Like who's your, I don't know, who's a long lasting relationship from there? Kelly, for sure. Kelly was like my partner in crime. What's her name? Kelly. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Highland. H-Y-L-A-N-D. I got to look at her. Okay. <laughs> Well, I think it would be amazing. Like I was just thinking about yes. this. Okay. So I have to have you back on my podcast. Let's save it for that. Okay. Well, cause I want you to read the whole cast. Let's do. All right. I'm going to save it for that then because I just saw her and I'm like, oh yeah, this could be like a, the longest thing. And I would absolutely love to do okay. I didn't really watch the show. So it's kind of it's yeah. like organic and you can tell me what you think. I love that. And I think that there's something to be said too, which I think you and I could have a really fun conversation about. I feel like even though it's probably not at this level, cause just casting people aren't at this level, but I bet you, and you, you know, this most reality shows probably have like certain auras that are cast because they're like a stereotype of a character, right? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. I could go off on that. Yeah. Like the bachelor. I love that. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. They always pick the same ones. And I noticed they never pick certain kinds for certain roles. 
What yeah. are the leads usually? What are, is there a lead that's typically the lead, like well, a color? Just like in, like in shows like yours, like they will make the yellow women villains. That's like a big thing. Like cross uh-huh. the board, like even in Bachelor World, like cause I watch a lot of Bachelor or. Yeah, I watched um, Bachelor too. I just didn't yeah. watch this past season because I've been talking to sororities every Monday, but You kind yeah. of didn't miss much. It was kind of like. I heard that, it, it was so disappointing. Horrible. It was really upsetting and sad and the whole thing's just falling apart. Uh, yeah. I have a philosophy about it though, because like their B-roll footage is always full moons and it drives me insane. <laughs> I feel like they jinx themselves because they're full. That's interesting. You know what? It is always full moon. That's <laughs> funny that you're like, they're B-roll. I'm like, I know what you're saying. <laughs> you know what um, I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because right. when I watched The Bachelor, when I was watching it, um, what I have plans to do this summer is I usually will go on my Instagram stories and I talk about things, which you would be fun to do this on your stories, like talk about like auras and people's color. Cause I go on and I talk about it from a production standpoint. I'm like, Oh, I'm like, that's a pickup. A producer made her say that she would have never said that. I'm like, that's an OTF, which means that like there was high emotions there. So they want to get that reaction on tape, you know? So even for that. Not, yeah. Even though they're not like, saying they're really upset they're upset because everybody knows they're upset or they wouldn't have them interviewed right now yeah like that's kind of how I watch I love that I I didn't notice any of that until I I was on like Real Housewives and then Mm -hmm. I noticed like the producers do kind of do different things during the show like some people leave at a certain time and others stay it's like why like yeah people arrive late so you can talk yes it's just little things like that and it's like okay then it's kind of like, no, they don't tell you what to say. But at the same time, it's like kind of just the setting is so manipulated. Yeah. Um, and then so it's really okay. I love that. No, I do that with aura colors. But like usually on reality TV, there's such personifications of an aura color. Yeah. Um, and you're so normal. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one's ever accused me of being normal. You're pretty before. normal. You, you know, it. I think they took the purple yellow thing and they just amplified it. Like you said, sure. it put you in these. I mean, you stick your, yourself in a situation and your kid is being picked on or something like that. Like, yeah, you're going to see yellow purple mama bear, which is a pretty intense mama bear versus sure. like maybe some other different. Um, yeah, of colors. course. Of course. Oh, well, this has been so fun. You're like Thank one of you. my favorite people to talk to. Oh, Christy. Like we mesh, we like whatever our auras are, well, your auras, like however we go together. But I always love talking to you because you're fun to talk to. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Let's continue this over on your podcast soon because um, <laughs> okay. I love Absolutely. this stuff. And we thank you so much for being on, Christy. Where can we find you? Give me all your handles. Yep. On Instagram, I'm at Christy Lukasiak and that's Christy with a C and an I. So it's a little hard. And then my adulting is adulting 101 on Instagram. And then you can find me, um, at Christy's couch, like on iTunes, Spotify. I don't know the rest of all of the places. <laughs> Anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's yeah. there. I mean, it is I a good one. Podcasts, yeah. But it's always <laughs> iTunes or Spotify for me. All right. Thank you so much, Christy. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming to this podcast this week, you guys, to tune in. And as you know, this podcast is for you and about you. And I really uh, care about each and every one of you. You guys take care.
If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.